0: We are recording here. Hi, it's Arona with Road Trip to Wellness, and I am so excited uh, to be here today with uh, you, my audience. Um, Yoga has proven to be one of the greatest game changers for my life. Um, I've grown so much emotionally and spiritually through my practice over the last few years, and it's also been amazing to watch other individuals on their personal journeys. Um, I follow many different people on Instagram uh, because yoga was new to me. Um, I started Road Trip to Wellness a few years ago and I began following a young woman named Fatima Lisa. And I knew I wanted to work with her, but of course um, life got in the way. Um, Road Trip to Wellness took a couple of different turns, but I'm getting the opportunity now to talk to her. Uh, Because watching her on Instagram, it's just been really, really beautiful to watch. Um, And so yoga didn't come to me very easily, and it didn't come to me very early in life. Um, I've been involved in fitness, as some of you have been listening um, for a very long time, fitness, health and wellness. Um, But it was never a... um, a practice or a sport you know, that I thought I would be interested in because I always thought, of course, like most people think, it's too slow. I always did high energy. I did, back in the day, I did slide and step aerobics. I was the step aerobics queen and just um, all of these different things, Zumba, and then I've got my instructor license for pound. Uh, so I've done all of those high energy things. And then at a time in my life, of course, that's how yoga does. It finds you. And it found me at a crucial point in my life when my career was just taking a huge transition. My life was just taking a huge turn and I needed something different. And yoga was exactly what I needed. Um, But now it's just such a major part of my life for so many reasons. And I am very excited to talk to another person that I just think May be able to help other women of color, um, other women, um, anybody that's new to yoga and interested in yoga. I just think you would want to know this young woman, and she is Fatima Eliza Gonzalez. Did I say it correctly? Fatima Lisa. Fatima Eliza. <laughs> Fatima Eliza. And she is amazing. How are you today? Thanks for I being here. Thank you for having me. I am so excited to have you uh, because you know I reached out to you, it was a long time ago, and I thought Mm -hmm. she would be awesome. Uh, When I was working in nonprofit, I thought she would be awesome to work with um, some of the people that I work with, just because, of course, introducing yoga to communities of color may be different, it may be new, and you just make it look effortless.
1: You are so sweet. (laughs)
0: Do You really do. So can you share your yoga journey, um, just a little bit about you, and then of course your yoga journey and story with us, please?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I am not originally from Indiana. I'm originally from Miami, and my dad was in the Army, so we moved throughout the entire um, United States for the most part, and we actually moved here from Alaska. So So that was a wild change. And we moved here because I had originally wanted to go to medical school. My lifelong dream was to be a pediatrician, but wellness took um, a different turn for me. So now it's uh, yoga is the wellness journey I'm taking versus more of that medical approach, even though I do work for a medical hospital and um a hospital, right? All hospitals are medical, silly. <laughs> um, but um, I started yoga around my last few years of college, I was taking some really intense classes and I was getting really stressed out. And then I realized that my dream of being a pediatrician was going to have to take a change. And I didn't know what I was going to do since I was so um, in love with wanting to be a pediatrician since I was younger. So I needed to get a little healthier and get moving. So I wasn't actually introduced to yoga right away, even though people told me I should do yoga because it would help with my anxiety and and whatnot. Um, but I started with Pyo. So Pyo had some some yoga moves in there. And I felt like, yeah, I'm doing it pretty good. Like, I'm pretty cool. And then I was like, <laughs> and then I was like, hmm, okay, I heard that um, you could do yoga classes at Lululemon here at the fashion mall and they had it every Saturday. So I was working at the mall at the time, part-time, and I was like, okay, I'm going to try it. I had two of my friends that I worked with um, join me and we made an event of it. So we would do yoga and then we would have brunch. So everything was balanced out from the very beginning, right? (laughs) We would work out hard and then eat like like, all kinds of stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, absolutely. And then maybe like a year or so in, um, I decided to explore a little deeper and I did my um, 200 hour training at Flourish here in Indiana and Fishers and went on my journey and it was the most perfect timing, the most perfect journey. And like, I love the teacher that did the training with me. Like um, my confidence was really low at the time. Um, I know we kind of talked about it before, but I didn't give you like all the details or anything, but when the journey first started, um, I was let go from the job I was at and I was so unhappy at that job that I was let go and I ended up transitioning to community health network, um, which I love working for that company. Um, And again, I was feeling really low. I had a big breakup happen and it was just like, it felt like a really low point in time. So, doing this training and learning more about myself and finding confidence in teaching was just amazing. And then I taught out out of there for maybe two years or so. And um, right now, this next month, I'm going in October, um, I am going to get my 500 hour. So, and that's with awesome. Ralph Gates. So, I'm so excited to finish that journey, which took a, a turn because we started. Pre-pandemic times, and now um, it became all virtual.
0: <laughs> yes, absolutely. How's that been going? How has virtual um, instructor training been working?
1: It, it is different. Um, like it's it's still good. It's still nice to connect with everyone, but it's definitely different. Like you still have the energy. You're still learning lots from everybody. But um, I do. Um, I I wish we had like one, at least like one last final big powwow together just to see everybody and, and give everybody a hug. Um, but that's not, not happening right now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Well, yoga, I feel like yoga finds everyone differently. Like I said, Mm -hmm. it found me at a very interesting time in my life. Um, a very crucial point and crucial time in my life, Um, And I know what it's done for me. Um, Mm -hmm. I was dealing with a lot of the same issues that you were dealing with. Like you said, Um, not just the anxiety, um, but just feeling stuck. And like, Mm -hmm. I can't get, like something's happening, but I can't get it. I don't know. I don't understand. And then with my background um, too, um, it was just so many different things um, when it came to me. What do you feel like yoga has done for you?
1: I feel like it's created more awareness and before I used to be very reactive Um, and I feel like yoga has taught me to take that pause and just kind of be more aware of like what's going on internally and react out of a place of like love and kindness rather than, well, this is how I feel right now. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I was going to ask a question as the student and also as the teacher, but it's almost like you're always a student in yoga, yes, right? Yes, you're always you're, learning. <laughs> you're always learning. You're always learning. You're always learning and discovering about yourself too, which mm-hmm. was probably um, one of the the more profound moments for me because mm-hmm. uh, being a Virgo
1: in people's minds. No, you know, stop. I'm yeah. a Virgo too. Oh, uh, yeah. Of course, of course. That's why I don't know. I figured. We, we're technically the same person.
0: Yes, but, you know, you just always want things to be, you know, yes. a certain way and you think it's going to happen. You have it all planned in your mind how it's going to yes. happen. And it's like, going to be gonna perfect. Like, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> And it was absolutely not at all what I expected it to be, what I expected it to do. And I know I went in, did you go in? um, I know I went in differently. I went in because, like I said, because of my background, um, my religious background and things Mm -hmm. like that, where um, yoga wasn't something that was a part of my community. Mm -hmm. Um, It wasn't a part of my home life. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just felt like when I... I needed to know more about the philosophies of, Mm -hmm. you know, all of the foundation and movement, you know, it wasn't, I wasn't ready for that yet. I don't Mm -hmm. think so. I just feel like it finds you in so many different ways Do you feel like you had, you know, kind of that same feeling. You went in looking for one thing and came out with something else.
1: Yeah. So I feel like I went in looking for absolutely nothing. Like I didn't know what to expect. I was like, Mm -hmm. I don't even know. Like I had, I had gone on a walk talked to my dad about it. I was like, I think I want to do this cuz it's a huge commitment and mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. you um I know background like I come from a catholic background so yoga and buddhism and, and yeah. chanting yes. is not like <laughs> like the it just doesn't we don't see it. <laughs> yes, I agree so uh, like crystals and oils it's just like what are you doing Mm -hmm. incense yeah because you have incense in a Catholic church but like it's just a whole different world but I went in not knowing what to expect I didn't even think I was going to teach and then after I did my first run-through class I was like on cloud nine and I was like oh my gosh like I have never been so present so fully in a moment and seeing the effect that it had on people afterwards like I was sold. <laughs>
0: yeah, I agree. I totally agree. And the effect that it had on me, too, was mm-hmm. just, it's been amazing. Tell me a little
1: bit about your instruction style um, when you're teaching your classes. So, I usually teach a lot of vinyasa. Um, nice. That's my usual one breath, one movement for those that don't know um, that, right? I know a lot of times, like you just say yoga, and people just think, oh, it's very calm and mellow. And, um, but I'm very, um, I like to make yoga accessible to all shapes, all bodies. So I will always give modifications. Um, like I said, I usually like vinyasa because it's a little bit more upbeat and I like moving a little quicker. Yeah. Um, but I will give modifications if you need a tone down, if you need to pump up um, the intensity and just really challenging um, the body and the students to just see what, where it takes them. Um, I'm But I'm really big on on strength too, like building that strength and a lot of my students they'll be surprised at like how strong they end up getting like oh or, or they might feel like you know something in their core they're like oh I wasn't expecting that I'm like I know it was sneaky wasn't it yeah so yeah, um, yeah so so I love that and then I also um, have a background in prenatal um, so even in my, my prenatal classes, like I'm big on making sure, like just empowering and, and focusing on that strength, like that one might not be aware of that they have, like not only internally, but being able to kind of, um, explore it externally, um, and just seeing how that changes. I love
0: that. Yeah. I love that. So you said vinyasa, mm-hmm. one breath, one movement. Was that correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. I teach yin. So I run, I remember when my best friend who she is a hot yoga fan and Mm -hmm. that's what she did for probably five or six years and has continued to do that. Mm -hmm. But I ran from it because I don't like to be hot when I'm like working out and all of that. What exactly does that mean? One breath, one movement. I know how important breathing is, Um, but in your class or in a vinyasa class, can you explain that a little bit more for those who would know
1: about that? Yeah, absolutely. So it's connecting the body and the breath together. So a lot of times people that are coming into yoga, they, um, there's not a lot of awareness in the breath. It's not like you go to any class, you know, or or anywhere that just really teaches you about the breath. So um, magic people. Yes, it's magical. It changes lives, changes lives. (laughs) Yes. mind blowing it really is yes so just having that awareness like maybe you as you're going down low into like a push up or what they call a low chaturanga right you exhale and then as you inhale you open up that heart into your up dog so you're feeling as you know the muscles change as the breath moves and even if you change your breath around sometimes you'll feel different things in different muscles um and just get something completely different out of a posture so that is usually what to expect.
0: I love it. Um, and I think people, or I shouldn't say I think, I know people are walking around not fully experiencing mm-hmm. their breath. Yes. And if you think about that, people, it's life. That, that is your, I tell people, that is your lifeline. If mm-hmm. you're not breathing fully. Mm-hmm like it's so it was just so profound to me i just i just love it that's what i love about
1: yoga yes I
0: just so what would you say to um as we were just talking people women of color who are walking into spaces they don't know much about it they're hearing us talk about it they're like i mean People are curious, I think, sometimes. Mm -hmm. And then other people that I've encountered have totally run away from it and told me um, that it was wrong, I shouldn't be doing it. But if somebody was interested in, A, becoming an instructor or just taking a class, what would you say to them? What do you tell people?
1: That's a really great question. Like I always encourage them to just take awareness of, of like their own body, their own breath. Like they might take something away from it. They might not take anything away from it, but just because they try my class and it doesn't work for them doesn't mean they need to give up on yoga. Like try different instructors, try different classes, like try different styles. Somebody's going to resonate with you and that's going to be your jam. Um, and some teachers, they might teach more of like the spiritual way some teachers might teach more of the physical way some teachers might teach right in between so it's just finding that right teacher that works for you but I highly recommend for people just to try a bunch of different classes to see what it is that they like and what it is that they don't like and I feel like through that exploration then they're starting to learn even more about themselves because they're taking that time to become aware as to what works for them or what doesn't work for them.
0: I found it, for me, and it's still, I'm still learning, of course, Um, if someone is walking into a class and they're looking at a schedule, they can expect all of these different names for the classes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Can you help us out with a little bit of that? Because you teach vinyasa, I teach yen. Mm -hmm. Um, And so you start throwing out all of these words, and people are like,
1: what, what exactly?
0: (laughs) Um, If they're starting off, what exactly should they be looking for? And maybe what should they be doing as just a beginner?
1: Yeah, so as a beginner, there's a lot of different um, studios that offer beginner courses, um, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work for that person, like somebody that's maybe been working out their entire life and is very intense and they're used to doing like hit classes and stuff like that, right, and they know they like to sweat, they know they like to work hard. Um, maybe trying right like a vinyasa class would be a good fit for them or a power class because it's kind of their same realm or somebody that's never done any kind of movement before maybe trying a gentle class or a yin class or even like a hatha base class where you're moving a little bit slower starting to explore the movements um, that would be my my recommendation for them
0: I love that. I love that because I know that was, I was like, I didn't know there were all of these different names Kundalini and Ashtanga and Vinyasa. Like it's, and I still find myself like, if I'm reading or something, I'm like, okay, let me go back. What is this one? Um, Let me make (laughs) sure I know. Um, But as you said, whatever gets you there, um, whatever um, helps you um, move into um, the yoga. I, I, I truly highly recommend it. Um, so people for, if, if somebody was interested in being an instructor too, um, did you just automatically know as you were just taking the classes and then you just kind of moved, in, moved into it? Or is that, was that your um, goal was to start and then say, you know what, I just want to be an instructor.
1: That was not my goal at all. I did <laughs> not, I did not. <laughs> I, did not I, you know, I was several people to in my
0: class that did that. That's what yeah. they said too. Like, I don't know if I'll ever teach.
1: No, it was never my expectation to, to teach. It was after that first like run through class that we did that I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm in love with this. Um, and it was scary, right? It's always scary. Yeah. And um, even the first few classes that you teach, it's still scary because you're still learning. And and kind of exploring how it is that you need to teach, or like your your phrasing, your wording, your style. Um, but like I tell um, students, past students of mine that have become teachers, and some of them have been of color, like they get they're kind of curious about teaching, and it's just like try it. Like you don't have to teach at the end; just try it and see what happens. You might fall in love. You might not fall in love. But at the end of the day, you're learning more about yoga, which is great and you know you you might find something that you know you never thought you were going to do and and you fall in love like madly wildly (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. absolutely do you feel like you're challenging cultural barriers as an instructor of color um, in spaces that um, we know are typically uh, or have been typically As I've seen in the news lately. I just saw an article, um, I think it was with Amnoir, whitewashed. Um, So we're not stepping in and seeing us there a lot as an instructor or as students either. Do you feel like you're helping with that?
1: I feel like I am. I've been fortunate that I have always had all kinds of people come into my classes. Like I've had I've had Hispanic, I've had Black, I've had um, like Middle Eastern, I've had Indian, like I've always had all kinds of different people come to my classes and there's at least one person in each of my classes which I love and I don't know if it's because of my name or you know that it gives them that permission to to be able to come or I'm not I'm not sure what causes it but I feel like I kind of do, and I hope that I do. You know, give them permission to to explore and and to not feel maybe like I don't know if threatened would be the right word, but um, yeah, absolutely. To like, you know, come in. less
0: intimidated. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. I love that. Um, are you Hispanic Heritage Month is yes. coming up? And I was so happy to see your post on Instagram because <laughs> I I sent you questions, and I'm like. Yes! I wanted to make sure, because I think it is so important um, that we're weaving who we are, our mm-hmm. most authentic selves, into our classes. Um, and I think even you saying this, and I was on a call um, a couple of days ago, as I'm just trying to figure out my own space, you know, mm-hmm. in the as an instructor, um, being able to, because spirituality is such a huge part of my background, my family, mm-hmm and um that's just who i am it's just mm-hmm. part of me and then weaving that in and you saying that do you want more spiritual led classes you know so mm-hmm. that helps me i'm like oh that gives me you know makes me feel like i yeah. can i can do that but what kind of personal or spiritual aspects do you weave into your classes so people can know who you really are
1: So I weave in um, some Spanish music in there. I like upbeat music. So we'll get some music in Spanish and we'll get sweating and pumped up with (laughs) with fun songs. Um, So that's like my biggest biggest thing that I do. I
0: love that. That's great. Are you doing anything um, to celebrate um, Hispanic Heritage Month this month? Are you adding that into any of your classes or anything like that?
1: No, nothing special. I think this year has been the first year that I've really, um, different. Yes, (laughs) it's been different. So I've been like digging into it and just kind of exploring more. I think in the past, um, I've kind of been like, oh, okay, but just kind of bypassed it. And now this year, like I've purposely forced myself to like read, um, Spanish authors and books in Spanish, like purposefully, yes. you know, do stuff that correlates with the month. Cause it's like, I don't know, like a veil has been lifted.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yes. I love that. And you always share your books and stuff on, mm-hmm. um, on Instagram and we'll talk about that in a little bit, but even as you're talking about that, like if we're talking about seasons and things like that, fall equinox is coming up. And mm-hmm. so you, um, being of Hispanic heritage, are, do you, do any kind of rituals or, and we talked about a little bit about crystals and things like that, things in our cultures that I I, I wasn't introduced to. Some people may have been introduced, but it was not in my home um, as I was growing up. Um, Do you um, incorporate any of those things in for your own wellness?
1: What kind of Um, things do you do? Well, we don't really have um, anything... Bigger anything that I would say, um, at least not that I was ever taught.
0: Um, do you do anything for your own practice, like your own wellness practices? Are you doing any things like crystals? Do you use crystals and oils and things in your classes or just for your own wellness?
1: Yes, that I do do, but that was not based off of like family stuff. That's just been yoga world. And I yeah. love crystals and crystals are lovely. And I, have way too many. You <laughs> Really? I love that. Yes. I have like so many bracelets. that have different stones on there. I have a bunch of different crystals. I took um, a moon workshop with uh, a fellow yogi that, mm-hmm, that I know. And she had like a moon class or uh, moon theme class. And we had to like create like a little um, like altar of, uh, or whatnot. So I like created a little um crystal one and um I love sage I love Palo Santo even though I'm not using that anymore because it's becoming extinct so it's just sage it is. Um I love incense. Not know oils. that.
0: Thank you for telling me that because I just used it. I didn't know it was becoming extinct.
1: Yeah the Palo Santo is starting to become extinct. Um so they're purposely starting to kind of kill the trees basically to try and get this. Um so better option to use a sage so
0: yes yes Mm -hmm. yes or some other something to sweeten what you take out with the sage so find something else people thank you for sharing (laughs) that with me now I have to do the same thing I've been trying to get to zero waste I'm really trying to my road trip is I'm trying to get there and so um, yes, I'm working on zero, but now I'm hearing about the trees and the Palo Santo. Palo Santo is considered like a holy wood. And so those are the trees that we want to keep. Um, mm-hmm. So I did not know that. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you. Thank you for sharing mm-hmm. that. But What are you doing, um, especially during COVID-19? Um, you are in the medical field, of course. So we definitely talked about making sure that we're recording using Zoom and not um in contact with each other, just because of that, um, what has your wellness looked like? Has it looked differently? Of course, we're practicing a lot more at home, mm-hmm. but how has that changed for you during the pandemic?
1: Yeah, so it's actually slowed me down a whole lot. Before, I would practice three to four times a week at a studio. Um, I was extremely active. That was on top of my teaching, three times a week or so. Um, so now I teach two to three times a week, even though I'm kind of teaching three to four times a week um but I haven't been taking as many classes as I used to like I'll take one or two maybe a week of taught by a different instructor um I've started walking, I started running a little bit, and then running was like a little too much. I was like, "I'm gonna go back to walking so, <laughs> so that's happened um I've read a whole lot. I've been outside in my backyard. Like, I've just been taking things a whole lot slower than I would have.
0: Love that. And you do read a lot. And I mm-hmm. I noticed that. And you share your books and lovely quotes all the time uh, to keep people encouraged. Um, and your energy really is, it really is infectious. Just watching you your flows, let's please talk <laughs> about your flows on Instagram. Like you, and you said strength, you, you are really big on strength. And I see why, because you are strong. I mean, <laughs> your flows, you just, and I'm always looking like she's up and she's down and then she's moving to the side. And you're like, <laughs> tell us about flowing when you're flowing in class. Cause I, again, I'm yin. So yeah. We're on the floor. Um, We may be up doing a few cat cows and a puppy pose or something like that, (laughs) but we're really moving into, you know, relaxation and meditative states. Um, Mm -hmm. So restorative poses. So it's very different than your
1: flow. So can you tell us a little bit about flowing? (laughs) Yes. So I love flowing. It is my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Looks like it. I can tell. It is my favorite. So I'm big fan of plank and side plank. Like those are my buddies and that fallen star. So um, those that don't know the fallen star, it's basically a side plank with that leg thread right underneath. Um, so there's a lot of strength happening there. Um, that's another one of my favorites. I really love twisting. Like it just feels so good on the body. Um, before when I used to plan my classes, like a lot more um, like actually right out. I don't, so I don't plan my classes. Um, I'll, theme it so I'll plan it that way but I don't plan what shapes go together um really? mm-hmm. so I you just it. <laughs> <laughs> <a> freestyle girl. <laughs> it is, it's is totally freestyle every time it's just what's like, up I love it mm-hmm. so it's just like whatever feels good for the body so mm-hmm. as I'm like moving my body with the rest of the class and That's what I especially love about teaching in in a room. Like, you're able to pick up that energy and, like, see the bodies and see what goes best with the next move. Like, if you're seeing somebody struggle with something, maybe you slow it down or or do something a bit softer. Or if you're seeing people that are, they're feeling really pumped up, then you bring more strength and more fire um, just to really challenge and find that balance um, between the two. But, yeah, it's just whatever feels good for the body. That's what my next move is (laughs) I have to get. And I think, again, that's
0: my brain. I have to get out of my head a lot because I think people do you get in your head as you're going along. And that's exactly what we don't want you to do. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm trying to figure out and I'm like, okay, do, if I'm sequencing making a sequence, Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, well now I'm on the floor. Well, how do I get up? Do I get up like this? Or do I get like, I'm going like, it takes me (laughs) much longer to put a sequence together because you're, and, and you're just saying, do what feels good.
1: Yep, do what feels good. I don't sequence anything ahead of time. It's just whatever happens, happens. Whatever the body calls for, that's, that's what we're doing.
0: I love it. And that is a great lesson for me on today because <laughs> I do way too much when I'm sequencing, I'm sure. It's so way too extra. I love that. So how do you share what I always find Um, especially as I've transitioned um, out of my nonprofit career and really focusing on doing this um, yoga much more um, and spiritual wellness much more. more. Did you have trouble when you started introducing it to your friends and your family and sharing with them um, what you were doing? Because I find myself sometimes or early on kind of stumbling Mm -hmm. over it. Like, I didn't know if I should really share. I don't know if I can. I don't know if they're going to be comfortable. Of course, all of that is out the window now. But how do you share the yoga message um, with your family and friends?
1: So I think the best way I've been able to share it is, um, and I'm pretty sure somebody famous and well-known said this, but you just live it you just live it. You, you just, you know, do what you you've been taught. And sometimes then you'll get people that are curious and want to know more. And then you share that little seed with them. Um, But you share these seeds of knowledge by living the truth of yoga, um, by being a kind person, by being welcoming and just having an open heart and sharing love and kindness Um, I feel like that's the best way that that people get interested they're like oh I'm really interested in what you said here or how you know you've reacted maybe in a certain situation like how how have you been able to do that or you know um, I know a coworker of mine she um, I I shared with them that I was um, doing training they know this because I would have to like leave early um, and and told him I was doing more meditation. I was like, yeah, meditating every morning. And then one day she was like, so can you tell me more about meditation? And, and, you know, I just kind of shared with her. And then maybe a month or two after, she was meditating on her own for like two months. And she's like, but before that even happened, she's like, can you tell me like what benefits you saw with meditating? So then I shared that with her. So I don't ever try pushing it on anyone. I just... Do it. And then, if somebody's curious, i will to answer questions and help guide them if they need help in guiding um, themselves along the way. I love that. Um, I had
0: a similar situation happen to me recently. Um, and the first thing, um, it's always funny when people say different things because people's belief systems go so many wonky ways. And <laughs> yes. um, the common thing that I hear all the time when I was talking about meditation, um, because I, I love meditation, it's done so much for me. I think mm-hmm. that's where I started um with things for myself, just not being able to sleep. And so I would listen to a guided meditation to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, but hearing people say, well, isn't it just you know filling your mind with nothing? Like, isn't and I'm like, how do you even I don't even know how you do that, first of <laughs> all, because I got all kinds of th- there are sounds and like sensations <laughs> happening and you. Like, how do you just do that? So helping to steer people like, mm, actually, <laughs> it took a second for me to get comfortable with even mm-hmm. um, sharing that, you know, in a, mm-hmm. in a better way, um, to help people understand in a better way. So I love um, your explanation for that. I think that's beautiful. And I'm so excited to continue watching you and watching your journey. Tell us what's going on with you right now. So are you doing classes virtually?
1: Yeah, so I'm doing classes virtually. Actually, um, tomorrow, I know this is gonna be released after, but um, I try doing workshops once a month. So for example, tomorrow, the 20th, I'm doing a fall Equinox workshop. Um, but I teach regularly at Roots and Wings Yoga Wellness, and that's usually on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 6.30 p.m. Um, and you can sign up on their website page. I also have the link on my Instagram. And um, I also have Patron. So Patron, you can sign up for different classes and, and things like that. Just, I have different levels and tiers. So if you're interested in something and I just kind of basically specialize these classes for whoever wants to be a Patron.
0: Awesome, love it. They can find you on, our audience. audience can find you on Instagram. What is your Instagram
1: handle? It is... F a Gonzo underscore yogini underscore bear. I will have
0: all of this in the description.
1: <laughs> no worries. No worries at all. Do you have a Facebook page? Can I do not. You you do not. I, don't,
0: I, want, I do have a Facebook page. Everything automatically goes there, <laughs> but no, I'm not a technology queen. I don't <laughs> social media. I'm getting better, but um, yeah, it's coming along. Um, But those are the uh, emails, anything like that. If anybody wants to work with you, patron uh, and find her on Instagram as well. It has been a great joy talking to you. Thank you so much. Just as it's always a joy to watch you on Instagram and really see how you're just loving on your community. Um, Is there anything else that you'd like to share with us um, and let folks know?
1: that everyone should listen to Rona's podcast because they're amazing and she is a fabulous person and everybody should just follow her and listen.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Please do exactly as (laughs) Fatima Elise Gonzalez said. Thank you. (laughs) Finally got it. Um, Again, it was a pleasure to have you. Uh, Please go to her Instagram page and follow her as well. Check out her Patreon. Patreon is under your name. It's so That
1: can also be found um, on my Instagram. So I have okay. a little link trade thing. I don't know Alrighty. if that's how you pronounce so it. But- the bio.
0: Yep. Go to her link in bio to find out where her classes are on Patreon. Uh, again, like she said, follow Road Trip to Wellness on Google Play, Apple Podcast, and on Spotify. Please take care of yourselves. We love you all so much. And we will see you the next time on Road Trip to Wellness. Thanks for being with us. I really, really appreciate it.